This message is brought to you by the Tabernacle Baptist Church in Hickory, North Carolina. If you'd like to learn more about our ministries, we encourage you to visit us online at tabernaclehickory.org. That's tabernaclehickory.org. You can find our sermons on a number of platforms, including Apple iTunes, YouTube, and Sermon Audio. We trust that God will use this message to speak to your heart. So in Matthew 19 and verse number 14, the Bible said, Then were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer the little children, and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. What we just heard from these young people was a sweet, sweet thing. I'm glad they liked the water slide. And the zip line. And they should like it. And they should enjoy it. I'm glad they got to be together and they got to have fun. I'm glad no tears were shed. I'm glad no one was hurt. But I'm grateful most of all that they can stand up here and tell us that God spoke to them. And that they can tell us that it's better to serve Jesus. And let's pray that God would keep that message in their hearts, that they would get a hold of that. Now, Paul would write to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 15, and this is the message that we have for our children. Paul said, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The scriptures, the teaching of the scriptures, and the preaching of the scriptures is what will make our children wise. Wise unto salvation. We live in a world that is ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They think they are wise. The wisdom of this world, however, is the foolishness in the sight of God. And the wisdom of God in the sight of this world is foolishness. As I said, they're ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Diagnosing uh, conditions that are clear results of sin, going about it the wrong way with the wrong medication when the answer is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to you wanna solve the race problem in America? Get Jesus in the hearts of people. You'll solve that problem. You want to solve the family breakdown problem in America? Get Jesus in the hearts of these young people. You, you want to solve the gender confusion issue in America? Get Jesus in the hearts of people. Preach the gospel. That's our message. Preach the Bible, the truth of God's word. And I'm grateful that we are able to do that, not only on the Lord's Day, but in most settings, Monday through Friday, and on Saturdays too, with our visitation and our bus routes. I'm grateful that God has given us the opportunity to be engaged in that work seven days a week. And let me say to you moms and dads, you're engaged in it seven days a week because you have the most precious opportunity to influence your children with the truth. Let's not take that for granted. This is our message. And this message of the Holy Scriptures is able to make them wise unto salvation. 
We've heard more wisdom spoken from the pulpit tonight than you're going to hear in the halls of Congress or in the White House or in the media rooms or in the entertainment centers of our nation. We've heard the truth and the hope of a country, the hope of souls, the hope of lives has been spoken of in just a few minutes by a few of these little children. And Jesus said, suffer them to come to me. It's incumbent upon us to reach them with the gospel. I talked just a moment ago, and, and I'll give you a second thought, not only our message, but our ministry to them. Our ministry to them. And just a moment ago, we talked about the fact that uh, we have not been able to do the things that last summer that we would normally have done, have camp and, and uh, the Wednesday night uh, Bible clubs that we ran through the academic year. Uh, we've not had those Bible clubs. We have uh, been operating our Sunday schools. Our bus ministry is back and running. By the way, we need laborers. If we're really going to make a, an impact there, we need laborers. Well, don't you pray and ask God what he would have you to do. I think sometimes if we're not careful, we'll minimize the work, the ministry. To children as if that's just sort of something we give people to do that maybe couldn't handle something else that is the wrong attitude our greatest resource is our children and I want you to know the devil is after them and we need to love them and love God by the way love God first love them second and if you love God, you'll be able to teach with that passion in your heart. And these children will know something. They'll know you're not perfect, but they'll know that you're sincere. We need to minister to our children. It's time uh, to raise the expectation level for their lives. I think it's time to renew some things that have kind of, over the past few months fall into the wayside with our children's ministry. We need to have our children up here singing, don't we? Wouldn't you like to hear them sing again? Well, we need people who will work with them. People who can play instruments, people who can lead them in songs. We, we need that. These children need to be singing. They need to be memorizing the word of God. We need people to help them to learn the scripture. They need to recite the word of God together. We need to teach them to present the gospel. We need to teach them how to present the message of salvation. We need to teach them the Ten Commandments, the books of the Bible, the 12 tribes of Israel, the names of the 12 apostles. We need to fill their hearts and minds with scripture songs and gospel songs. We need to have them praying. When I found out that the first grade was walking over to the building and having prayer meetings over there, asking God to supply, it touched my heart. We need to have our children praying. They can get a hold of God. The other night when I met Dan in Asheville, he had his two sons with him, and uh, we got in my car and we were coming back to Hickory, 
And Dan got a call and he was talking to Evan and he was having prayer with Evan. And I happened to see, I could only see one of the boys from, from my vantage point. But as Dan was praying with his son, who was in a lot of pain, I could see his brother with his hands clasped in prayer. I could see that brother by the expression of his face identifying with the pain that his brother was feeling. I could see the tears running down his face. I could see his lips moving and I knew he was praying. You know who else knew he was praying? God knew he was praying. And God heard his prayer. And God answered it. Our ministry. Why, why do we have a school? Why do we have a bus ministry? Why, why do we have curriculum? Why go to all this great effort? Because we want children to know the truth of the word of God. We want them to know the holy scriptures which are able to make them wise unto salvation and to truly furnish them unto every good work. These are the men and women of the next generation. They're going to raise your grandkids. And my oh my, when that happens, you're going to hope and wish you'd done all that you could to pour something in them. They're going to lead churches. What direction will they lead them? We better pray they get a hold of the truth. We better minister to them. How will they be the husbands and the wives and the moms that they need to be, the fathers that they need to be? How will they survive in this X-rated culture? How will they endure in this hostile climate toward Christianity? The Bible says that the word of God truly furnishes them unto all good works. Everything they need is in the Bible. We need to pour the Bible into them. Let's rededicate ourselves as a church today. And let me tell you where that starts. It starts right here with me. We have a number of Sunday school teachers here in our church who work with our children every week. I hope you're praying for them. I hope you're encouraging them. Let them know how much you appreciate them teaching the word of God to your children. God can use children. He used Samuel, the little boy who let none of the words of the Lord fall to the ground. He used the little maid who told Naaman how he could get his leprosy cured and healed. He used Joash, the king, to lead God's people back to the Lord. He used a little boy who had five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000. God can use these children. Let's pray for them. Let's invest in them. Let's love them. And what methods do we have? We have a message and we have a ministry, but what methods do we have? Well, we're, we're to teach them. That's the method. It begins in the home. 
In Deuteronomy chapter number 6, we're commanded to teach our children. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. You see, you can't teach your children a subject that you don't know yourself. If you don't know your material, you're not going to be a passionate teacher. And if you don't love the one you're speaking of, then you're not going to care about the material. And by the way, you may not know the material perfectly, but if you love the one who's the subject of the material, then you're going to teach it convincingly and powerfully. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. That's where it starts. You see, the frustration and the disappointment that we have in the lives of our children really is an indication of perhaps some of the lack of love in our own hearts for the Lord. How many times have you been frustrated with your kids, ready to correct them, only to think as you're rebuking them, that God knows you're guilty of the same thing in your relationship with him. Our children are powerful tools of God to speak to us, and we are to speak to them. Thou shalt teach them diligently the truth of God's word. Teach them unto thy children, and shalt talk of them. When thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. In other words, at all times, every opportunity that you and I have, we should point our children to God and to God's word. Thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. Think about what's in our hand most of the time. Some device. That's what's in mine. Thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. They shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. What is it that we're looking at? What is it that we're looking into? What is it that we discovered on Wednesday night? The key to overcoming the devil in temptation. The Holy Scriptures, as it is written. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Fill your life with the word of God. Teach them at home. Teach them here in the church through the Sunday school, through uh, the ministries, through the camp, the summer camp. What an opportunity God has given us in the summer camp. You know, we have 200 children enrolled in summer camp. That's amazing to me. Now, we don't have them all show up on the same day. That would be amazing to the workers. <laughs> But a lot of these children don't attend our school. This is opportunities that we have. We want to teach them the Bible and show them the love of Christ. There's so many opportunities that God has given us, so many ministries that we've had in the past with our Wednesday night Bible clubs, our vacation Bible schools, and all of those things that we've endeavored to do. May God help us to be faithful to do it. Suffer the little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them. Wouldn't you like for the Lord to lay his hands on your kids? He laid his hands on them.
Well, let's pray together. Thank you for listening to this message from Tabernacle Baptist Church. We pray that God has used His Word to speak to your heart today. If you'd like to learn more about the ministries of Tabernacle Baptist Church, you can go to our website, tabernaclehickory.org. That is tabernaclehickory.org. There you'll find additional resources that we pray God will use to be a help to you. If the Lord should lead you to partner with us or make a donation online, you'll find a link provided on the website at tabernaclehickory.org. May God bless you and thank you for listening.